Hey folks, it's Tuvia here and welcome to another episode of It Only Takes One. Remember, you, yes you, have the power to transform and change this world. All it takes to start is changing one person's perspective. If you do that, they may go on to help shape someone else's views, and so on and so on. And so before you know it, you have helped start a movement. Thanks so much to everyone who tuned into the episode on kindness. I'm hoping something resonated and perhaps you changed something in your day-to-day as a result. Today, I'm going to discuss a tangential theme, one that really resonated with me after our recent trip to visit one of my teams. When I was flying back home, the only way I could describe my visit was that I was leaving with a full heart. People really touched me, and there was no better way to describe it. So, today I want to discuss having a full heart. Argentinian poet Antonio Porsche says, In a full heart, there is room for everything. And in an empty heart, there is room for nothing. If that's the case, all the more reason I hope we can explore how to fill our hearts with gratitude and joy. So, sadly, I have some bad news for you all. Believe it or not, we are all wired to have a negativity bias. What do I mean by this? Well, I mean that we have a predisposition to attend to, learn from, and use negative information far more than positive information. It's an asymmetry in how we process negative and positive occurrences to understand our world. You're right to sit there thinking, why would that ever be the case? Well, it's thought to be an adaptive evolutionary function. Think about it. Our ancestors were constantly exposed to predatory environmental threats, and being more attuned to negative stimuli, such as danger, was critical to their survival. It meant outliving those who were less focused on the bad or the negative. When studying learning and resistance to extinction, scientists have found that negative reinforcement, as opposed to positive reinforcement, leads to faster learning when focusing on ensuring survival. In fact, cognitive processing studies show that negative stimuli are given greater informational value than positive ones, and so take up more processing space in our brains. When looking at studies of adult judgment and decision-making, it has been shown that negativity bias doesn't just mean we are more focused on the negative, but in fact we invest more time on negative events or stimuli. We dwell on them instead of shifting that time and energy to positive aspects in our lives. Let's look at the science for a moment. Emotions, both good and bad, are processed in a tiny part of our brain called the amygdala. Here, there are two distinct groups of neurons, ones that process the good and ones for the negative. An MIT study has shown that these two groups of neurons actually inhibit each other. They're kind of battling each other for dominance. There's then a neuronal circuit that connects the amygdala with the hippocampus, which is where our brains store the context related to memory. And this circuitry is how memories are then processed to be stored as either positive or negative. MIT's ongoing work in this area has found that some of our amygdala cells are preconditioned to either be negative or focus on positive emotions. And so it becomes a question of which neural circuits are strengthened, the ones to the negative amygdala cells or the ones to the positive ones. In fact, scientists have found that, in mice at least, they can manipulate these cells and recode them so that negative context memories can be reframed 
and you can then focus on strengthening the positive circuitry. If effective in humans, this will be a game changer in helping treat PTSD and depression. So, if we want to have a full heart, we have a lot of work to do to overcome a genetic negativity bias. You will have to make a conscious effort to put your attention on positive events and feelings that you experience. But it's a worthwhile investment to strengthen the positive focus. The experience of positive emotions, feelings, and effect are fundamental building blocks for cultivating resilience, vitality, happiness, and life satisfaction. One way to counter our predisposition to focus on the negative is to spend time dedicated to gratitude and making a conscious effort to see the positives that we can all be grateful for. Psychologists say that there are three benefits to gratitude. The first is psychological. This is a happier you through positive emotions and thoughts, being more aware and awake, increased self-satisfaction, and enhanced mood. The second is physical, or a fitter you. This includes a stronger immune system, less body pains and aches, optimum blood pressure, and cardiac functioning and better sleep-wake cycles. And finally, there are social benefits, or a better you. This includes better communication, more empathy, and stronger interpersonal relationships. So what is it that happens in your brain when we focus on gratitude from a neurotransmission level? Well, people who express and feel gratitude have a higher volume of gray matter in the right inferior temporal gyrus. What does this mean in basic terms? Well, gratitude fosters cognitive restructuring by evoking positive thinking. It reduces fear and anxiety by regulating stress hormone. It enhances dopamine and serotonin, which are the two neurotransmitters responsible for happiness. And it wires and fires new neural connections to our bliss center. Do you want some hard-hitting data? In a study comparing blessings and burdens, 16% of patients who happened to keep a gratitude journal reported reduced pain symptoms. This is not some placebo. Increased gratitude means better regulation of dopamine and therefore reduction in the subjective feelings of pain. Practicing gratitude, say in the form of five minutes of journaling a day, has been shown to increase optimism by up to 15% and increase sleep quality by 25%. Those suffering with depression have been shown to experience a 35% reduction in depressive symptoms during the period of gratitude journaling. How is that not enough to make you want to focus on gratitude even more? What about the impact to our relationship? Well, if you are grateful, you will notice the good in the world and in the people around you. As a result, it increases feelings of security and connectedness. Now, I did say that we have a negativity bias, but I promise you it's not all doom and gloom. There is research out there that suggests gratitude is not just a cultural construct. It has also, just like negativity bias, been shown in some studies to be embedded in our evolutionary history. Fish, birds, and even bats have been shown to engage in reciprocal altruism activities, meaning behaviors that one animal performs to help another member of their species, even when at a cost to themselves. The thinking here is that there is some desire to repay generosity as an expression of gratitude. Studies of chimpanzees would support this conclusion, 
when you see that chimpanzees are more likely to share their food with a chimpanzee that has groomed them earlier in the day, and more likely to help a chimpanzee with a task if that chimpanzee has helped them out in the past. I want your hearts to be full too. So here's a little suggestion that you can implement taking just five to 10 minutes a day. Words are powerful. So grab a journal or any piece of paper and each day write two to three things under each of the following four headings. The first, compliments I would like to give myself today. The second heading, current challenges and what I am learning from them. The third, people I am grateful for. And finally, significant assets of my life at present. Let me go through those quickly again. One, compliments I would love to give myself today. Two, current challenges and what I'm learning from them. Three, people I'm grateful for. And finally, significant assets of my life at present. Remember, write two to three things under each of those headings every single day. But the key here is consistency. Practicing gratitude is like building any muscle. The more you practice it, the more the brain learns to tune into the positive things in the world. Remember, I mentioned that we have a negativity bias. So you do have to work a little harder to grab onto that gratitude. But neurologists have found that holding on to an experience for 20 seconds is long enough to create positive structural changes in your brain. That's only 20 seconds. Then when you're grateful, you're extending a positivity loop and extending the positive effects of the first 20 seconds and further having positive changes in your brain structure. Before we close out today, it's important to realize that gratitude is a choice. In every situation, you have the ability to direct your thinking to either see the positive and be thankful and grateful, or to be negative and to take even the little things for granted. And in so doing, choose to discount the blessings that you have in your life. How does the expression go? Learn to appreciate what you have before time makes you appreciate what you had. Here's a little tip for me. When I face something negative, I try to reframe my thinking. I do this in two ways. First, I remember that sometimes the bad things that happen in our lives put us directly on the path to the best things that will ever happen to us. I invite you to think back on your life and play out where some of the negatives have led you. And the second is I try to remind myself that someone else is dreaming about the things that maybe I am taking for granted. And that in itself is a reality check for me. There are 86,400 seconds in a day. Have you used one of those to simply say thank you for something good in your life today? A big thank you to all of you for joining me today for another episode of It Only Takes One. If you enjoyed it, I have two quick requests to make. One, share this episode with someone. And two, hit the subscribe button to not miss out on future episodes. I look forward to discussing your thoughts on the subject. And in the meantime, here's wishing you a beautiful rest of the day.